0: Hey, welcome to Doing Life with Ken and Tabitha. We are so pumped that you're tuning into this podcast. It has been designed for people just like you. We want to do life with you, share our wins, our defeats, our ups and our downs in hopes that you'll grow closer to God and to the people that you love in your life. Sit back and enjoy today's podcast. Hello, what's up, everybody? Hey, everyone. Welcome to Doing Life with Ken and Tabitha. This is, of course, season number two. It is a new year and it's about to be a new you. Yes. We're so pumped to have you join us with us on today. So what's up, sweetheart? You ready for this?
1: Yes, I'm ready for do this. Do you know what we're going to be
0: talking about today?
1: Um, uh, Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I do.
0: Okay, we're going to be talking about... Setting goals. Setting
1: goals. This is the
0: beginning of a new year. This is what we always do. We're gonna help somebody set God goals today. I am ready.
1: Whoa, I love what you said God goals. Yeah, yeah. Because we can set a lot of goals. Yeah. And if God isn't backing it, yeah. is it really
0: Yeah.
1: Is it really going to amount to anything?
0: Yeah. If you're new to our podcast, we just wanna say welcome. We pray all the time, God let people find this podcast and this show from around yes. the world who would value the content. And so we just believe that you're not watching this or hearing this by accident. We believe that this is a divine connection. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button so that you can be the first to get the content as it is released. And we drop a new episode every Thursday at 3 p.m. And we got something that you guys are going to want to be a part of. We actually have our first webinar, y'all. It's coming up on January the 25th. There's going to be a link in our show notes. You can go to our website, KenandTabitha.com, to sign up for this webinar. And we are going to do a live for the first time ever Alive Ask Ken and Tabitha And we're going to field All of your marriage questions nice. Do not hold back We want to help Your marriage get better We want to mm-hmm. make an investment Into your um, Your marriage ministry And that's coming up On January the 25th And so let's get ready Get ready Get ready Well, let's jump into the episode today. Did you have something you wanted to say?
1: I was just going to say thank you. I know you said it already, but just thank you to everyone tuning in. We love you. We're always praying for you. You know, it's our goal Mm -hmm. to see people grow closer to God. And we just pray that that's happening in your lives. We're hearing so many great testimonies, like you said. So
0: let's go. And not just closer to God, but also closer to the people that God has placed in your life. Mm. And really, that's what this is about. We're going to share our good, but people really learn from our craziness, too. I think people like... When we get into arguments on air, I Mm, I like it. That's usually your fault. No, it's not. See, well, that's see. And that's where arguments start because of the blame (laughs) game. You have a part to play. Uh, My pastor used to always say it takes two fools to fight. But I actually like that dynamic because we don't even think about it when we go home. Yeah, You know, if we have a little disagreement or we get on each other's nerves, we like to model it before people Mm -hmm. um, so that you can see how you don't have to blow up. You don't have to go crazy. This is just a part of you're a strong person and And I'm a strong person, and every once in a while, strong people are going to butt heads. But then we're also submitted to Jesus, and we also know how to humble ourselves. And I know our audience; they like to take sides. Mm -hmm. I've heard that I'm the nicer of the two. I'm like the the sweeter of the two. I'm the I'm the kinder of the two. And so I appreciate all we all know that that's not true. I appreciate it so much. Right, (laughs) but today's episode is entitled "How to Set God Goals This Mm -hmm. Year." We are declaring, receive this, that this will. be be a breakout year for you, that this will be your best year ever, that you will be closer to God and the people that are in your life that God has placed there than Mm -hmm. ever. I'm not saying that it's not going to come without a fight and without difficulties because we live in a fallen, broken world. But I think that the favor of God is still going before you to where this is going to be a banner year for you. And we need to help you set some goals.
1: Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Amen. So let's go. Let's set set some goals. Let's do
0: it. Let's do it. All right, guys. And so (laughs) this is what we know about goal setting. All right. We know that New Year's resolutions, they don't work. Okay. Okay. Now mm. for me, we have always set goals at the New Year. And usually I start goal setting November or December uh-huh. going into the New Year. Okay. But I always set goals going into the new year and revisit my goals because I feel like the New Year is inspiring. I just feel like it's just, you know. It's a new year, man. It's a
1: fresh beginning, yeah, it's a, a fresh new beginning. start.
0: It's a fresh start. But I know statistically that 80% of New Year's resolutions do not work. Mm. By February, people will have fallen off. And that's why we're not calling it setting resolutions. We're saying setting God goals. And and, and do you know what the difference is? Why do you think that resolutions don't work?
1: Um. Probably because we get excited about the new year, Uh everything that's going on. We get excited and fall in love with the idea of a new us and a new beginning. Uh And we can plan for the goal or the, you know, like if I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I can plan for like, yay, I'm going to lose weight. And by the time summer comes, you know, I'm going to have a bikini body or I'm going to do this. Like, that's the goal. and We fall in love with that. But I don't think we plan for the process that it takes to get.
0: So we see the promise, but we don't understand the process. Yes. And what we've learned is that every promise has a process. Mm. I would say also the reason that resolutions don't work is number one they don't have a strategy with Uh them. So every goal need action steps. Mm. So you need things that you're going to do every single day. And those are disciplines to accomplish the goal. And number two, the reason that they don't work is because many New Year's resolutions are founded on emotionalism. Mm. And I feel like this is a time of the year. And oh my God, it's going to be a new year and new me. But emotions go up and down depending upon what's happening in your life. And what you have to do is set your will. Now, the human will is one of the most strongest things that God has given you. So you have a soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And the Bible says it this way, I lay before you life and death, blessings and curses. curses. It says, choose this day life so that you and your seed can mm-hmm. live. What it's saying is that God has given us the ability To set our will to do something, meaning Mm -hmm. that I might not feel like going Mm -hmm. to the gym, but I said that I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. I might not feel like going back to school, but I said I was going to do it. I might not feel like praying, but what my feelings got to do with it, I understand the benefits of connecting with God. And I think there's something about setting our will with action steps.
1: Mm, So good. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, God is... He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Mm -hmm. And I love it what you say, like, life and death is before us choose life. We have a choice in it. Mm -hmm. But I think some of us, we don't know the character of God, and we don't know God enough to know that he's not going to lie. He is not a liar. And sometimes we can say things. Mm -hmm. And we make ourselves a liar
0: <laughs> and we, we say, think, uh-huh. yeah,
1: we're going to do that. And <laughs> right. then we don't do it because of how we feel or, well, I just, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And we think that God is like us, but he's not like us. Right. Sometimes I tell my kids, you know, whatever. And then I say, well, you know what? I changed my mind, whatever. And I'll tell them yeah. I changed my mind. Right. And they said, but you said, you know, mm-hmm. God is not like that.
0: Right. <laughs> right.
1: God mm-hmm. is going to say it. And if he said it, he'll make it good yeah. and can make it good.
0: Yeah. Um, I also think when it comes to um, what we call goal setting, I would want people to know is God wants us to have a plan. You know, we've learned this over the years. But what I've learned also is to hold our plan loosely Mm -hmm. in comparison to his plan. Mm -hmm. So there's a scripture that says that, like, basically, we have a plan, but the Lord establishes our steps or something like that. Man plans.
1: But God, God directs. Yeah.
0: So we are to have a plan. Mm-hmm. We should have a five year plan. We should have a 20 year plan. We should have a life plan. Mm-hmm. But we don't make our plan an idol, meaning that I'm holding my plan loosely. Because God's plan for us is always better than our plan. Mm-hmm. And many times we won't get his plan until we have established our own. Yeah. There's something about God that he waits on us to do the natural before he provides the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And so planning is important. I, I just, I say that because there's some people that's like, well, yeah. It ain't that big a deal? K, sirrah, mm-hmm. Whatever will be, will be. And they're kind of floating through life mm-hmm. and they're going to float their way to no retirement. They're going to float their wow. way to the end of their life where they don't have wow. enough money for, you know, to take care of their needs. They're mm-hmm. going to float their way where they haven't made the right investments. They haven't sold. Their family's not being saved. And I think that. It's so okay good. to have a plan. Matter of fact, I would say that it's almost godly to have yes. a plan, that well, we need it.
1: <laughs> God says, write the vision uh-huh. and make it plain. Yeah. God says to walk by faith uh-huh. and not by sight. Uh-huh. How are we supposed to walk by faith? Uh-huh. On, you know what I mean? It's like uh-huh. whenever I set goals and, you know— and make plans for our future. Mm -hmm. It's like me writing out my faith on paper Mm -hmm. and not just me. You can see my faith. Mm -hmm. My kids can see my faith. Uh It's like, this is where I'm going, God, and I'm going to follow this plan. Lest you say other words. It's like, this is my proof.
0: Yeah. Well, when you first said that, I was trying to say, what's the correlation between write the vision, make it plain and walk by faith and Uh not by sight. Mm -hmm. But I think the key is that all faith needs a target. Yeah. So, you can say that you're walking by faith, Mm -hmm. but faith needs a target. Mm -hmm. I'm believing for this healing. I'm believing to be debt free. I'm believing to be married. I'm believing for to be cancer free, like all faith needs a target. So saying I walk by faith, well, I just believe in something. I just believe God going to Well, what's yeah, he gonna yeah. what he going to do. What do you believe? And we for?
1: believe. And when you have it, you know, uh-huh. when you have your goals, it's written down. Uh-huh. Right. I sow seed toward it. Yeah. I sow my words toward it. I yeah. begin to pray toward it uh-huh. like we are intentional yeah. aiming toward that target.
0: You know what else I've learned about goals over the years is that goals help keep us on. Track it, help it stay on track. Oh yeah! And I just feel like, for me, let me just say my life—I mm-hmm. have so much going on that it is easy for me to get busy with good things that ain't God. There are so many good things coming my way right now, I and know the trick it. is to determine what's good and what's and God. What's God? We are living in a time where distractions are the norm. I'm talking about distractions are everywhere. People need you for this, this, this problem, this going on. Mm-hmm. But if you have a goal and they are written down, those goals actually help you get, stay on track so that you don't get sidetracked. Yeah. There's so many things pulling for your attention, but no, that that is not my concern right now. I got a goal Yeah, that I'm trying to accomplish. It's like guardrails. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is any, what we've learned about goal setting is that who, he, he who fails the plan also plans to fail. Come on. right? And so every good army needs a plan. Every good business needs a plan. Come on. Every good team needs a plan It's mm-hmm. what we call a game plan. Mm-hmm. Come on. Every good husband needs to come up a plan. Where is your family going? What are the goals for this year? Mm-hmm. What do you want to accomplish? I believe every person of God, we need a plan. This is our life plan. These are our goals. And so it's interesting, the Bible talks about this some, and I'll read a scripture and uh, let's see what it says. Proverbs 21 5, it says that the plans of the diligent lead to profit, mm-hmm. as surely as haste lead to poverty. What sticks out to you from Proverbs 21 and 5?
1: The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids. Well, you can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com, and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the imom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Mm, I mean sometimes we can sit around on the couch and saying, well, I, you know, I hope for this and I hope for that. And it ain't I wish I could, you know, I wish I had a better job and yeah. I wish my business was more wish, prosperous wish, wish. and I wish, you know, <laughs> none of that stuff is going to happen. Yeah. Like you have to get up and do something.
0: Yeah, The plans of the diligent, it leads to profit Mm -hmm. that connects plans to your profitability Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or plans to your success Mm -hmm. or plans to your advancement Mm -hmm. or plans to your increase without a plan. There's not going to be much profit. Wow. Every business owner knows that every coach knows that as people of God, we got to know that that plans are important. Amen. Yeah. Philippians three and 13, it says brothers and sisters, I don't consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but this one thing I do, I forget what's behind. I love this scripture. And I strain toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus. What sticks out to you on that one?
1: I mean, pressing toward the goal. Yeah. You know, like you you have to. I mean, if you don't have your goals written down, if you don't know your goals, how are you going to press toward it? How are you ever going to achieve it?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, for me, it's like Paul is saying. I'm forgetting what's behind mm-hmm. me and I'm going into my future. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I didn't learn from mm-hmm. my past. I'm just not stuck in my past. Yeah. And I'm not wallowing in my past and I'm not pitching a tent in my past mm-hmm. because I got to press towards the future. Yeah.
1: You're going to fight for it.
0: Yeah. The future is better. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to hear that today. Your future is brighter. Amen. You might have been the most difficult Um, worst season of your life, but there are better days Mm. ahead. Always, And you want to start to envision that again and Mm -hmm. meditate on that. So if you're sick, start to meditate on the word of God, seeing that you've been healed by the stripes of Jesus.
1: Plan to be well if you're
0: sick. And even act like you're well, Mm because that's a part of faith. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people say you got to fake it till you make it. I will say you have to faith Faith it it. it till you make it. That means... Let the weak say I'm strong. Let the, let the sick say I'm healed. Let's act like I'm healed. Even when you don't feel good in your mm-hmm. body, there is something that's powerful about pressing towards the goal, yeah. pressing towards the prize.
1: Yeah. I think there's some work in that pressing. You know, it's just like, it's not easy to press anything. There's some effort that you put in toward a press and it can be uncomfortable. It can be untimely. Uh It can be inconvenient, but there's still a press that we must do if we're going to reach the goal. I think that's um, worth noting because sometimes we make goals Uh and we think like, yay, it's the new year. This is going to be wonderful. And, you know, like it's going to be great. I have accountability partners and, you know, I got new people on my team everything's going to be great. No, it's not. Uh There's going to be something that goes wrong. Uh It doesn't mean that it's fixable. It doesn't mean that it's going to be the end of the world, Uh but there's always going to be opposition. There's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be something that you can overcome. So when we normalize that and understand Uh that stuff is going to come our way, okay, that's all right. That just means I have to press.
0: Yeah. You know, I think when you're talking, I'm thinking about people who set goals 10 years ago, but then they just stopped setting goals because those goals didn't come to pass. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll coin it today as goal fatigue. Yeah. They have goal fatigue. And I want to encourage somebody who's listening, Mm -hmm. don't have goal fatigue Mm -hmm. because your goals didn't come to pass. It doesn't mean that you should give up on a full plan and just like wander through the wilderness when you've been created for the promised Mm -hmm. land. Um, yes. So every single time, like, so what we do going into our year end offering is we have these cards that say, what do you believe in God mm-hmm. for? And if you go back over my cards, you will see out of, there's probably 80% of the things that I sow towards and pray for actually mm-hmm. have come to pass. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at my card the other day and I was amazed to see how things that come to pass mm-hmm. and there 20% of the things didn't come to pass. Mm-hmm. You can't let the 20% cause you to abort the 80%. Yeah, You can't let the things that did not come to pass yet mm-hmm. stop you from planning and pressing God. Amen. That's a word. Amen. Like plan this year, this year and press this year.
1: And to know that God wants... <laughs> You to have the desires of your heart yeah. to know that God wants and is able yeah. um, to fulfill um, your dreams. Yeah. You know, I'm just reminded. You know, there are some people who they've been believing for a baby year after year and it hasn't come to pass. It hurt. It hurts. Some people right. are believing um, for a spouse year after year, year after and it year. hasn't come to pass. Yeah. They're believing for um, their spouse to come to know God or their kids to you know get off of drugs and it hasn't come to pass. Yeah. It will come to pass. Like I just want to sow seeds of encouragement towards you because sometimes it's so easy to hear all of the negative stories and the negative testimonies or the, well, the negative Testimonies, um, but there are positive testimonies out there. I'm reminded of some um, a wonderful couple that we just became friends with. They're our age and we're in our 40s, and they have a two-year-old child. Because when they they had been believing God for a child for years, and it just they just never had a child and thought that it wasn't going to happen. When in 2020, when COVID hit, she became pregnant, and they have a child, and it was just like.
0: 13 years later, 13, 13 or 14 years yeah, later. Yeah,
1: it's something that they just wasn't even praying about anymore, something mm-hmm. that they maybe not necessarily gave up on, but it wasn't intentional. Come it wasn't on. in the plans anymore. Yeah. But God will come and take you from one level of glory to yeah. another. He will resurrect those old plans, uh-huh. those seeds that you have sown. They're in the ground. They're yeah. still there. Yeah. But if you can start to water those seeds again, I believe that you can receive a harvest. Yeah,
0: I hear the Lord saying, just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't get weary and well-doing mm-hmm. for in due season you shall reap a harvest if you do not faint. Amen. Proverbs 24 and 27, it says, do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. Let me say it again. Do your planning and build your field before building your house. You know, I've been in real estate for many, many years and I'm always into development. I love to see new buildings coming about. And what I realize, like even in some of our building projects, is the years of architectural work engineering work, um, getting the land ready, the things that you Mm. do on the land before you ever erect a building. Yeah. And when I read Proverbs 24 and it says, do your planning and prepare your field before you build your house. Mm -hmm. It makes me think that there are so many people that are trying to build their life. They're trying to build their ministry. They're trying to build their business, but they ain't got a good plan they mm. <laughs> ain't got a good plan man yeah you got to get a plan you got to get a plan before you go out to mm-hmm. do this. you can't go out and start trying to build a tower and you didn't consider how much it was going to cost the bible right. says and then you're not able to do it and everybody going to look at you and say look at him he w- didn't have everything you didn't have a plan
1: yeah we
0: have to be master planners mm-hmm. and to me that's what goal setting is about
1: absolutely so we can't be afraid to go to other people You know, if you want to build a business and you don't know anyone who's started a business or built a business or whatever, like that's Mm. step number one, you know, talk to people who have done it and who are doing it. They will give you years of experience. You will do things that they didn't. Well, you won't do things that they did. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? You won't make the mistakes that they made. If
0: (laughs) pastors come tell, talk to me. I've been in ministry now 20 years. I will tell you what I shouldn't have done and what I messed up. And what is that to help you stand on my shoulders? Mm. Mm-hmm. My finish line should be your starting line. Mm-hmm. We need mentorship. That's a whole nother thing. This is the year of mentorship, discipleship. Yes. But anyway,
1: and, and the right mentors. There's safety. The Bible says there's safety in the multitude of counselors. The
0: right counselors. The right counselors. The right counselors. The right counselors.
1: Not your friends.
0: <laughs> not social media.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not so, please. Not social media. The right. Oh, the right counselors.
0: counselors. You know, I love it. You said Habakkuk tutu is uh-huh. one of my favorite. Like even before I was a pastor, when we owned a real estate company. And I was in the marketplace, Habakkuk 2 and 2. It always just, it struck me. It just spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read it. It says, write the vision and make it plain on tablets or tables that he who reads it can run with it. Mm -hmm. For the vision is for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come to pass. Mm. There's just something about this principle. Now, for those of you all who are builders, listen. The Bible basically says, write the vision that you Mm -hmm. have, make it plain, set your goals, let your wife know, let your husband know, let your children know, let your CPA, your accountant, and everybody, let your team know, this is what we want to accomplish. Write the vision, make it plain. Mm. And then it says, so that he who reads it can run with it. Mm. And there are some people that are sitting when they should be running. They are walking when they should be running. Why? They don't have clarity of vision. There's something about writing your vision, setting your goals that is biblical and powerful when we do it, do it.
1: I love it that it says at the end, it will speak. Mm -hmm. What does it say? At the end, it will speak.
0: I like the part that it will not. And it will not lie. Wait on it. Yes.
1: Yes. That's good. Yeah. But at the end, it will speak while I'm planning Uh and writing my goals. Uh I want to what i think like from the beginning i want to say, what do i what does i want what do i want it to say mm-hmm. if it's going to speak what do i want it to say everything i do i want it to be to the glory of god yeah. how in my plans because sometimes we plan and i believe we plan too small I believe we plan without faith. Mm -hmm. We plan what only we can do. Mm -hmm. But are we planning something which will speak to the glory Mm -hmm. and the power and the awesomeness of the almighty God that we serve? Mm -hmm. So I think we just need to add that into our plans. Mm -hmm. What is it going to speak at the end of it? What is the testimony going to be? Mm
0: -hmm. Interesting. I like that. And so I want to go over with you, and I think I have 10 keys here of how to set goals Okay, And we're calling them God goals. Mm -hmm. And some of them, of course, your goals need to be you have um, different goals. You have health goals. Mm -hmm. You have career goals. You have financial goals, relationship goals. And then you have spiritual goals. I'm calling it God goals, not because all of your goals are going to be spiritual goals, Mm -hmm. but we want God's backing Mm -hmm. and God's. Favor on every goal yeah. that we have, meaning that if I don't have a God goal, I don't want it in my life. If, if it's not something that I feel is going to glorify him and bring me closer to him, then if I don't
1: God's want it. God's not in it, I don't want it.
0: Thank you for that so <laughs> much. <laughs> I appreciate it. How to set God goals. Number one, um, go before God and ask him. What do you want me to accomplish Mm -hmm. or do? Now, um, you had talked about how I do these planning praise where I do two times a year. I go before God and I say, give me vision. You just get a white piece of paper, some notebooks, and you just say, God, what do you want me to accomplish or do? Mm -hmm. Sometimes God will speak to me and say, this is the priority. Other times he will let me write down what I think and that he blesses what I think. It's amazing how God works as you begin to mature. Sometimes he says, let me see what's in your heart Mm -hmm. and see if it lines up with what's in my heart. Or then he'll just say, well, you go do that. Okay. Either way, I start with God. All right. Holy Spirit. You know, tomorrow, today, here's a blank sheet of paper. What should I do? Mm -hmm. And I start putting down what I want to accomplish in my family, what I want to accomplish in my ministry, what I want to accomplish in my Mm -hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So forth and so forth. And
1: I think we could listen. You know, for me, when I sit down with a paper, um, sometimes I draw pictures. Um, sometimes God gives me visions. Okay. He might give me the vision of, you know, an object, an animal, something, and I'll say, "Well, what is this, God?" And He will give me the interpretation for that. Okay. That's how God will speak to me about the future. Sometimes He gives me dreams. You know, the night before I was going to in my plan and pray, I had a dream, and so, okay, Lord, what was that dream about? And I can unfold that dream in the presence of God. So there's, you know. You're so cute. It's a natural thing, yeah. but it's not cute. It is cute. What, why is that cute? It's just,
0: it's just like he speaks to you in and animals and, and giraffes and elephants. And, and, and then, he, you know, to me, it's very simple. You know, I'm not I'm just not I'm not as cute as you. That's all. Well, mm-hmm.
1: I don't think it's cute. I think it's powerful.
0: OK, well, cute It's not a derogatory term. It's just like I just thought you're cute because you see. Animals and things. And then the Lord speaks to you from that. That's all. I was just thinking it's cute. Mm. Uh, Okay. I'll take cute back. Well, then it's, it's, um,
1: it's anointed and discerning (laughs) and prophetic.
0: (laughs) It's profound. It is profound.
1: That's right. All right.
0: All right. (laughs) Number two. All right. How to set goals is goals need to be smart.
1: Uh S
0: M A R T. This is an acronym. Please write this down. If you can specific, measurable, achievable relevant, time-bound, okay, specific, meaning that you don't want to just say, um, I want to feel better this mm-hmm. year. You want to say, I want to lose 25 pounds, and this is how I want to do it. They need to be measurable. You don't want to just say, hey, we want our church to grow. Mm-hmm. I would like my church to grow by, I need a thousand first time guests, which will equal to 50% of people in the growth track, which will equal to This amount of people, you know, it needs Mm -hmm. to be measurable. It needs to be achievable. I think sometimes we set goals that are too big. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something, there's an art to setting small, bite-sized goals that you can celebrate quickly. It's kind of like Dave Ramsey's principle of a snowball effect. You don't want to start trying to tackle your biggest debt first. You want to kind of go at it and look at the small things so that you can Mm -hmm. get the reward of seeing, you know, in basketball we say you need to see the ball go through the hoop. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's something about achievable goals. They need to be relevant. Okay. They need to be time bound. It's not just like I have this goal that's, you know, we're gonna accomplish it sometime before we go home to be with the Lord. No, I wanna be I got a one year goals, I got some three year goals, and then I got some five plus year goals. Good. Okay, so goals need to be smart. Anything on that? No, I love it. Number three. We need to break them into categories, okay? You got God goals that I'm Mm -hmm. calling spiritual goals. You have relationship goals, health goals. You have financial goals. You got career and professional goals, okay? And so for me, my spiritual goals are like this. Maybe I want to pray more this year. Mm -hmm. I want to spend an extra 30 minutes a day with God. That would be a spiritual goal. I want to go on a missions trip this year. That would be a spiritual goal. I want to get into the leadership academy to to answer the call of God on my life. I want to forgive someone. Mm -hmm. I want to make one disciple this year. This is the year of multiplications. We're going to multiply disciples. I'm going to have at least one. That's spiritual goals. Relationship goals can be I have a goal to have a date night once a week with my wife. I have a goal for us to have sex Um, Twice a week Instead of Every 30 days You know I'm just saying in general Um, I have a goal With my children Relationship goals That we're going to have A family night Once a week Mm -hmm. Those are relationship goals Health goals I want to lose 15 pounds I want my cholesterol To come down From 230 to 199 that's me, all right. That go hit too close to home. <laughs> I have some um, financial goals. Financial goals is I want to pay off fifteen thousand dollars of debt this year. I want to pay off my car this year. I want to go from making thirty five thousand to thirty eight thousand or forty eight thousand this year. You have career and professional goals. Okay, I want. I'm in business. I want to start another office this year. I want to make three hires to come and help me this year. All of those are categories of goals.
1: That's good.
0: All right. Anything on that?
1: No, you said it all.
0: All right. Number four is that you have to write the goals down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goals that aren't written down probably are not going to come to pass. You need to write this vision and make it plain. Yes. Number five.
1: Here's, I want to add to write it down. Mm-hmm. Revisit the goals. Right. Uh, Monthly, I would suggest.
0: I would say weekly. If Mm -hmm. you can, it just depends on what Mm -hmm. the goal is. Mm -hmm. Now, you know you're going to do it yearly, but some goals need to be monthly, but other goals need to be weekly. Mm -hmm. But I really think like you should write the goals down and put them in a place you can see them. Yeah. Because out of sight, out of mind. Yep. Right. Number five is then you have to prioritize these goals. Mm All right. Some are right now goals. Some of them are not as important, but as you dump all of the things that you want to accomplish on a piece of paper and you begin to put it in categories, as you prioritize it, the cream will rise to the top, kind of, mm. you know, you'll be able to see this is what's really important. This is the one, if we did this, it's going to make our whole life much better, all right? And so this is the process of helping you understand the goals that move the needle, the things that you need to give most attention to. Good. All right. Number six is give my goals a time frame. So I like to do one year goals, three year goals and five year goals. Okay, And so my one year goals are really this is a new year. This is what I want to accomplish this year. My three year goals. I know I can't do it in one year, so I'm going to extend it now. Five plus is more like vision. This is where I want to get to. And the and the theme is like, if I, something didn't get accomplished in one year, I'll just move it to the next year, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm always willing to kind of revisit. And what I've noticed about goals is that they move. They change with the seasons, mm-hmm. just like our lives change, mm. okay? And so number seven is to write them down and put them in a place where you can see them, okay? I said that already. You want to be able to review these goals, want to make adjustments as needed. That's good. Number eight is break your goals down into practical steps that you can take to achieve, okay? Now, this is huge. This is where resolutions get lost, but goals see it to the finish line. We need practical steps, weekly steps, daily steps, okay? So here's my goal. I want to pay off $20,000 of debt, okay? You look at your budget and you say, I have left over $300 a month. How can I pay off $20,000 of debt? I might have to make this investment. I might have to reduce this expense. I might have to do this in the evenings. I might have to get a promotion at my job so I can get here. When I get here, that's the only way I can accomplish the goal Mm -hmm. because the worst thing is to make a goal that's not realistic to get met. So you have to make the goal and then go back and say, what are the day by day, week by week strategies and action points that I need to do to reach that specific goal?
1: It's so good. I mean, there's goals like that we can do in every area of life. Um, you know, if you have a goal to wake up earlier in the morning, say you want to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. we well, have to plan for that. Yeah. That means the night before uh-huh. you're going to have to, you know, do some things. Yeah. Um, you might have water sitting on your table. You might have, you know, you had to set your alarm clock. You might already have your clothes out. Like there are things that you do to make sure that that happens. Definitely. You might want to, okay, I want to be more healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, what Like, don't start by changing your whole diet. Most of the time, you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Let's start by drinking water. Right. Okay, so for the first 30 days of the year, I'm going to have a big cup of water with me everywhere I go, and I'm going to make sure I drink this water. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the second 30 days, now I have water down. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just going to cut out um, eating dessert um Monday through Friday.
0: Or eating past a certain time. Eating past I'm, a certain I'm time. I'm not going to eat anything after 6 p.m. Yes. I'm not going to eat anything after 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You're still eating all of the foods you would typically eat, but after 6 p.m., yeah. from 6 p.m. to 9 a.m., uh-huh. you know what I mean? You have, you're have you not eating. Yeah. You're drinking water. You know,
0: we did a podcast called mm-hmm. Intermittent um, about um, how to fast and pray. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we didn't talk about in that podcast was intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. And it has tremendous health benefits. when you give your body like... What is it? 16 hours, of 16 no food? hours, yeah. well, 14 hours of no food. It's
1: the uh-huh. basic to uh-huh. go 12 hours, uh-huh. you know, and the, the kind of common rule is that, you know, we have breakfast uh-huh. you, where you break fast. Uh-huh. I mean, if there's a period of time where you shouldn't be eating anything and uh-huh. doctors will tell you and science will tell you that that 12 hour window uh-huh. like between when you eat eat your last meal of the day and you eat your first meal in the morning, um, your body goes through so many processes as Uh far as cleansing, breaking down food, getting out toxins, all of that. Once you introduce food into your system, now your body stops the healing process Uh and starts to digest and break down the food that you've just put in. So it's actually, it's okay to be hungry sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think most... uh, people who really understand intermittent fasting will tell you to do all of your eating between an eight hour window. Yeah. An eight
1: hour window, a 10 hour window, or a 12 hour window.
0: But anyway, so you were just talking about a kind of interrupted use. You were just saying that you want to, if that's your goal, you want to,
1: plan for it, yeah. set yourself up for success, and then take baby steps. Yeah. We all just want to, you know, especially I'm speaking for myself, I just want to dive headfirst into the pool. But sometimes <laughs> you can go take the steps uh-huh. and walk down step by step. Yeah. It's, it's well, okay. Well, instead of running a
0: marathon, let's start by just walking around your neighborhood. yeah. yeah. Is what you're saying. Absolutely. You know, somebody, well, my goal this year is I'm going to run the Boston Marathon. And you've no, never ran before. No, you don't even like running. You ain't, you ain't got no shoes. You ain't got nothing. You ain't going to do that. <laughs> Why don't you just Just start walking around your neighborhood, and then maybe you can walk fast next month. Then maybe you can start jogging a half mile, and maybe you can jog a mile. Then maybe you get up to three miles, and then just, you know, let's see Mm -hmm. what happens. And so that's what we're saying when it comes to goal setting. But number nine is ask God to come and help you again. Mm -hmm. So the first thing was to sit down with God and ask him to give you goals. But after you go through all these things, goals need to be smart, break them into categories, write down the goals, prioritize the goal, give my goals a time frame, write them down, blah, blah, blah. Ask God, okay, God, now I have all these things. I've done the plan. Mm -hmm. Now what you want to change? What do you want to highlight? What can you give me favor and wisdom with? Anything on that.
1: Mm, that sounds good. It sounds like, you know, sometimes I'll speak for myself. I'll go into prayer and I'm like, La 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 And I'm saying all this stuff and thank you God and thank you God and you know, all this stuff. And then it's like, Okay, boom, okay. Um, in Jesus' name, Amen. I'm out. Uh-huh. But then I oftentimes I'll hear God say, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Come here, I got I have something to say to you. Yeah. No, I, I have something I want to bless this. Yeah. And sometimes we'll make our plans, but we need God's to breathe on it. We need his yeah, blessing on do. it.
0: We need God on all of it. Yep. And so my last one is this, celebrate big time when you mm-hmm. accomplish a goal. All right. Don't be like, oh, we accomplished it. No, give yourself a pat on the back. Okay. Do something to where you celebrate you, you will celebrate your accomplishment. And for me, those are 10 simple steps of how to accomplish goals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to break down a little bit simpler because if you are a believer, um, I think that we should set the God goals first. Mm-hmm. You know how I gave you the category of um, relationship goals, uh,
1: spiritual goals,
0: financial goals, all those goals. Mm-hmm. To me, those spiritual goals should be first. Yeah. Those God goals should be first. Matthew six thirty three says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. Mm-hmm. If I bring that principle over into the context of goal setting, If you set spiritual goals first, Mm -hmm. all those other goals are going to be better, Mm -hmm. meaning that if you have a horrible prayer life and you never connect with your heavenly father, but you have a lot of money in the bank, really, what good is it, to be honest? A lot of people have money and assets, but they don't have peace and they don't have fulfillment because they have natural goals. First, when actually I really believe that our spiritual goals should be first. So what I want you guys to do, and I'm going to encourage you to take this assignment, is I want you to start today by writing down your God goals. I want you to write down your spiritual goals. Okay, I want to have this kind of prayer life this year. I want to have this kind of study habits this year. I want to serve on a team in my church this year. I want to start to tithe. I want to start to be more generous with my money. Um, I've been giving this, but God is asking me to give a little bit more. I want to go on a missions trip this year. I want to lead a small group this year. I want to develop the fruit of the spirit this year. Mm -hmm. I want to be a little bit more kind, a little bit more loving. I don't know what your spiritual goals are, but I want to encourage you to right now, after we get off this podcast, to get a piece of paper out. And I want you to map out the Mm. kind of believer that you want to be. This is your opportunity to put some things on the altar. My goal this year is to not use profanity, maybe. My goal this year is to put down alcohol. Maybe that's you. My goal this year is to put down drugs. Maybe that's you. My my goal this year is to put down unforgiveness, to put down self-hatred. My goal this year is to put down bitterness. My goal this year is to put down judgment. I don't know what your thing is to put down, but that can be a part of your spiritual goals. So good. This will be your best year ever. If it's your best year spiritually, Mm -hmm. let me say that again. This will be your best year ever. If it's your best year spiritually, if this is not your best year spiritually, this will not be your best year Mm. ever. People might think it's your best year ever, but heaven will not be applauding. Okay, uh. and I want heaven to apply.
1: Well, you said the scripture seek ye first the kingdom, kingdom of God, and all these other things will be added on. It added to you. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes I think people think that you have to choose whether you want the spiritual blessings, like a closeness with God, a prayer life with God, the anointing, uh-huh. and natural blessings okay. like money in the bank. Yeah. You know, living a healthy lifestyle, good news for healing in your body. You the good, good news, news is it is not an either or. Yeah. Like I either get this or that. It yeah. is. A both and.
0: It is a both and you can and. have it all because
1: <laughs> Jesus came to give you life and, and life, life more, more abundantly, abundantly.
0: Yeah.
1: Both, and. both
0: and but I'm telling you the way that you get both and is by just having the spiritual things as mm-hmm. the priority
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's not that you don't have you have the spiritual things as a priority because they breathe into the natural things yes. as well. Yes. Hey, write your goals down and email us if you can. I would love to get those in hand. You can take your name off of it. We will have our team just pray over those. Yes. If you wanna send your goals into us, we're gonna have a team of people that mm-hmm. will lay hands on your goals, and we're just gonna pray over what you're believing God for this year. I believe this, that there is nothing too hard for the Lord, that all things are possible to them that believe, that when two yes. or three touch and agree, we have whatever we ask of God. Put your, put your goals down and email them to us. We would love to pray and be in agreement with you. Well, we're out of time, sweetheart. I Mm. hope that you all enjoy this podcast today because, man, we want to see all your goals come to pass. If you're new to our podcast and you're on YouTube, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be the first to get new content when it's released. We release a new show every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we even have a live. People are in the chat live. If you want to join us live, please jump in with us on Thursdays at 3 p.m. It's just a fun time to jump on the food. It's like your kids when, you, when food come out of the oven, they just come and, and just eat it all up. That's what it's like on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Hundreds of people are there ready to get fed. And we love you guys so very much. If you enjoy this content, let us know. You can write a review and just let us know how you're ble- being blessed by this. Your reviews. Not only do they let us know how this is being a blessing to you, but it lets the world know how God, that's God, is changing your life through this medium. We got some great things that are coming up. We have a webinar that I would love for you to join us on January the 25th, I believe, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's a link in the show notes. You can go ahead and register now, but we also... Man, we got this Better Marriage Boot Camp that's coming up, and we are launching it on February the 1st. Okay. And this is a 90 day journey with Ken and Tabitha. Many of you all have been saying, Man, you know what? Um, can you counsel us? We've been getting the DMs, and we can't scale sitting down with. All kinds of people. So what we've decided to do is turn the camera on and give you 25, almost 25 years of marriage ups and downs in a 90 day journey. It is a boot camp, y'all. And we're going to take your marriage from bad to good, good to great and great to out of this world. Look for it. It is launching on February the 1st, and we would love to help you have a better marriage. All right. We love you guys so very much. We'll see you real soon next week on Doing Life with Ken and Tabitha. Peace.